That was the best loving I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. 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 The show where anyone can have their say. We are the Naughty Rude Show. And, you know, we talk all things sex, relationships, identity every Sunday night from 8 to 10. And we're so excited to have you here. We are a community run radio show. We take your questions and we take. Um, your questions privately, we take them anonymously and you can access us on all of our social medias. We are Naughty Rude Sin, S-Y-N, not S-I-N, like I know some of you do, Sin. <laughs> That's on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We have a Tumblr where we where you can access us and share all of your naughty, rude, sexy, cheeky, funny sex stories not even sex stories just stories you want to tell us and we'll be happy to share them on our show and talk about them you can access us on the naughty rude show.tumblr.com forward slash ask or just dm us on the socials it'll be private anyways we're open mind we're fun we don't we don't care and lachlan if they if they want to hear more from us where can they go everywhere we are, we are, all we are you. international. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on, I don't know, probably like, like your Microsoft Zune from two thousand and three. Like I don't know. We are everywhere. You just got to look up the Naughty Rude Show, and you will find us. And if you can't find us, then I mean that's more of a you problem than an us problem. <laughs> True. While we do like to talk about a lot of things, last I checked, we have been on a bit of a break and we do have some new faces here. Lachlan, new face. Yes. Um, Has anyone become a doctor in the time frame between last I saw you? I have some exciting person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Unfortunately. Or fortunately. I mean, I good for you, right? <laughs> but since we aren't trained health professionals, none of us in the room are... We don't want you to seek out our advice uh, or our advice or anything we talk about as healthcare advice. No, we are definitely not actual doctors, even though if you want to slide into my DM and call me a doctor, I will take it. But go to a GP. If you have anything happening up there, down there, anything doesn't feel right, go to a GP. And if it's something you're increasingly worried about, definitely seek out the emergency room, mm. public, private, whatever. Seek it out. There's no harm in finding out if there's anything wrong. And if there's nothing wrong, that's fine. But True. we do want to hear about it. So make sure you get it, you get in touch with us at Naughty Rude Sin. So what are some stuff we're going to be talking about, Lachlan? We're going to be talking about so much. We're going to be talking to a, uh, someone who's a little bit more of a health professional than we are a little later, a health educator. Yes. So still, and this is important, not a doctor, but a health educator from Fallen Harbor Health. We're hearing about Adam's uh, exploits in Brisbane. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'll be updating on my Sydney adventures. We're just going, we're going everywhere. We Brisbane, are, we're Sydney. traveling Australia. <laughs> exactly. I Our just came impact. back from Italy. Italy exploits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to hearing this. 
Well, we do have like a bit of an action-packed episode coming back into season three for you guys. But of course, we do know that some of the stuff we talk about can be quite difficult. So we have a few helplines here to help you guys out. First would be Beyond Blue at 1-300-224-636. That's 1-300-224-636. We've also got Kids Life Helpline. Kids Helpline, sorry. At 1-800-55-1800. That's 1-800-55-1800. And Q Life Helpline at 1 800 184 527. That's 1 800 184 527. Hi, this is Sarah from Apricot Inc. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. Look, we've been going through, we've been going through the alphabet. Yeah, we have. This where, is my where first alphabet to? segment. We're up to M. Wait, I've been M. tuning in. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for keeping up. So, yeah. guys, what are your favorite M words? I can't wait to get to Moist. F. Just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I don't know. Could moist be... It's an se- M word. It's an M word, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it something that could be taken in a sexual context? Oh, 100%. 100%? Mm-hmm. I think people don't... Like, often people don't like the word moist. No. I, <laughs> I am a speech therapy student, and I think the word moist has such an interesting, like, way of pronunciation. And I think the way that it's heard makes people feel uncomfortable just because of like <laughs> moist <laughs> moist i don't know what are things that are moist that are gross sponge sponge moist sponge dreadful towel mold mold <laughs> <laughs> um on a more naughty rude Note. side it would probably be like vagina 100% <laughs> but not that word <laughs> moist Cum sock. Yes, that word. Yeah. I was when you said sponge, that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> well, we know who the naughty and the rude are here. I'm the rude. Alex is the naughty. Welcome to the naughty rude show. I'm just along for the ride. Okay. In case you didn't catch that, it's Liz, Alex, and Lachlan here in the studio. We are talking about M words. What is another M word or phrase? I'm feeling like a bit of a masochist right now. <laughs> Thanks, Lachlan. That was really helpful. Well, I think M is putting the M in BDSM. So we do have a lot more to talk about. We do have that. Oh, my gosh. Should have done a segment on Masochist. We will do that next week. I promise. I think an M word that or an M phrase that I'm kind of living for is making the kitty purr for masturbation, female masturbation. I'm using that from now. (laughs) I think another one that was kind of cool, okay, cool is not, not the word I'd use, but there's make silly with the willy. Make silly with the willy. Lachlan's shaking his head at me. Lachlan, why are you shaking your head at me? Listen, I, it's been a while. <laughs> Making the kitty purr. I think that's... That is actually my favorite line. Yeah, I don't even, I think it's just, you don't have many funny ways of discussing female masturbation. I find it's often quite taboo. But making the kitty purr is... It's funny. <laughs> the fact that you can't stop saying it without, like, giggling <laughs> says more than enough. Yeah. I think an easy one would be, like, mommy. Like, we had daddy during D-week. Why can we not have mommy? There's no reason. Mommy is a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> this is rough. <laughs> Marriage. What are our thoughts on marriage? I would only do it for the attention. <laughs> I understand. I agree. We can talk wholesome. Wholesome. Okay, we can. 
We can. Okay, we can. Want a we are wedding. allowed to do that. I don't want to. I want a home and away wedding. Like, I want to like. <laughs> I want to like hire actors to get into a fight. Like during there's a bit where it's like, what is it like? Does anyone object to this union? Just like pay actors to stand but, up and be like, but, I, I know what's really going on here. And then they what? tackle each other. No, but exactly. when you object, it means the wedding can't go on. You can't continue the wedding. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can reject the um, objections. You can object to the objection. Yeah. Overruled, Your Honor. <laughs> I think a very a more naughty and rude, but maybe not so naughty and rude, but maybe naughty and rude, um, missionary. That is, in fact, naughty and rude. It is but still wholesome somehow. It's ho- yeah. We were talking about BDSM stuff earlier, mm-hmm. and I think an easy one would be, like, the master-mistress kind of complex. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> So, as you can see, Lachlan is not a top. (laughs) (laughs) I think with missionary, you can spice it up with some handcuffs. True. To bed, to just having them on. Having handcuffs, like, in different places in the house, or maybe not even in the house, wherever. You can have missionary wherever you want. Just ask Adam. Adam is here with us. In spirit. In spirit. He, he is, yeah, the, the Actually, spirit of Adam never never leaves. Bringing it back to Adam, morning wood, but as Adam would say, some wood action. Some wood action. <laughs> wood, wood action. Would Adam say that? Would Adam say that? Adam has said that. Adam has said that. That sounds like how you describe like an action figure. Oh, yeah, this is, you know, Mega Man. Now it's bonus wood action. <laughs> what about makeout? I love it. Everyone should love a good makeout with anyone anywhere mm. it's accessible it's fairly easy i think mm. everyone has their own different sort of makeout style and it can be fun it can be like just fun you, there's not many endorphins being released or maybe there are i feel like i definitely get a lot of enjoyment out of a good makeout sesh yeah like it definitely hits the dopamine yeah i agree speaking of makeout lachlan I need you to understand, Alex, like, this This has been my day. I received a text message from a friend in Brisbane. We won't give away too much. Not too much. Not too much. You've got to stick around. You've got to keep listening. At 2.46 in the morning about a fraught makeout session and then also a further message at 3.15 from another friend, an eyewitness. I'm a big fan of... The makeout with witnesses, you know, for the attention. Kinky. Yeah. I think I'm a fan of <laughs> fruit and the mouth, eating something out of someone's mouth. Yes. Can definitely 100% say that it is the best move you could ever make on someone in your entire life to just put like a lime, a lemon, a strawberry in someone's mouth and be like, let me eat this out of your mouth. Got a question? You can slide into our DMs at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Well... It wouldn't be a good Naughty Rude show if we didn't talk somewhat about my single life updates. I did say we'd keep them rolling. This is why I listen. (laughs) I'm sure this is why a lot of people listen. No, I think they listen for Adam. So sorry, guys. Now that Adam's gone, I have to overcompensate by telling you guys about my life. It's time to step up. That's all we have to do. Literally, the universe was like, she is now solo EP. She has to be single. (laughs) I can see that. It's actually in the contract. I didn't know that when I signed the dotted lines, guys. <laughs> I am single, as we pre-existingly know I am, seeing people. I don't know what the last update I had for everyone was, but I am definitely talking to more than one person. That is that is the current vibe. 
we are kind of like talking. We're kind of seeing. I've got a few dates lined up. I'm very excited because like they're all like they all seem really exciting. I'm just like. No, that is exciting. It is, and like sometimes you know, like they'll say something, it'll make me smile, and I'll be like, "Damn, I fall too quickly for these oh. people." <laughs> I'm not good at casual dating, guys. I know, like last, 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 last episode, I said I was really excited to go casual in my casual dating season. I don't think I'm built to casually date. I seem to get very attached. I yeah, I can understand, especially if you're in a relationship for a hot minute, and then going into the casual dating scene. Mm-hmm. It would be a bit of a, a shock to the system. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even think it's like the relationship thing. I think it's also like just I just don't think like I have ever really understood casual dating. So I'm like slowly kind of learning how to see people, like multiple people, or yeah. like see people. I understand that. I don't think there's a lot of emphasis on being a casual dater, being in your single era, not you. You, but you, the listeners, being in the single era. And maybe it's not for everyone, and I think that's okay. But also, maybe you learn it, and you'll like it. I, like, ain't got no time to waste, honey. (laughs) I, like, I need to just, I I don't, like, I feel like I don't have the energy to just put all of my effort into one person and then, like, have it get, like, shattered. Yeah. Maybe that's just commitment issues. <laughs> Maybe. Colonies. What about if you put them into multiple people and then it gets shattered by multiple people? <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I am the problem. <laughs> no, you can't be. <laughs> it's the Melbourne dating scene here. <laughs> well, it's not the Melbourne dating scene, though. Is oh. it interstate? It, it, International? Uh, I am going to just say that the Melbourne dating scene has actually been the best dating scene so far. Yeah, out of, of how many states? Okay, so I like countries. We're not going to talk about Singaporean men. I'll keep it to Australia. Okay, but um, as of to answer your question, yes, to all of it, it has been the best out of okay. all of it. Okay, okay. Um, I did just come back from Sydney. That <laughs> was not the most ideal experience for you. No, so I I actually had a date lined up with a guy, and I was so excited to meet him. Like so so excited. We clicked. We got along so well. And then I went to Sydney, and it was just... Not it. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. He, he just expected a lot more out of me. Yeah. Than what was... Like, he didn't read the fine print. <laughs> kind of didn't read what he was signing up for. Uh-huh. Before... I, I'm going to give, like, a bit of a story time. Okay, yeah. So we were doing pre's before going clubbing. Yep. Me and this guy, on our own mm-hmm. kind of situation. This is the second time we hung out. While we're doing pre's and I'm trying to get fucked up, sorry. Oh my god, naughty language, guys. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> he spent the entire time trying to get me to explain why I wanted a casual relationship and didn't think it was going to work out between the two of us. Jeez. She just couldn't get it. Or maybe he just didn't get it. Or he wasn't a casual person. He just didn't like. I think. I think he like. He kept telling me that like oh, I can't read you. You're so difficult to read. I don't understand what you want. And I'm like, we are on a date. That is kind of... time to read. That is... it. I feel like you should be reading this this, this book, not difficult to read, guys. Yeah. You're also I like, I, just, I couldn't have been clearer. I really couldn't I think have been clearer. If you're on a date, that's the time to read. Yeah, it's, but... You don't need to Google the meaning, if you know what I'm saying. Long story short, though... If I had a roster, he would not be on it. <laughs> Speaking of rosters, 
<laughs> Explain to us what a roster is. Yeah, Lachlan, what's a roster? What's a roster? You know, like the little rotation. Like maybe you've got like a maybe you got like a Monday person. You'd be like, oh, well, there you go. There's my Tuesday girl. <laughs> oh, hey, it's my Wednesday man. You know? Yeah. What is an appropriate roster size? Like, are we talking like a starting eleven? <laughs> Lachlan starting eleven. You could create a whole basketball team, guys. If they would not compete as a team in a game of basketball for you. I mean, are they really worth it? But is that, like, not scary, having to put together basically, like, a bachelor slash bachelorette, um, like-esque, like, group together? Because imagine, like, what what do you do if you have to pick one? Yeah. That's, like, that is genuinely my biggest fear. It's like, Australian do I have to start rules. bringing roses and, like, give it... Give <laughs> 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 so roses No, go, like, go, like, survivor, like, make them vote each other out. <laughs> the tribe is spoken. Oh. <laughs> Um, oh, Big Brother, get the audience. Yes. <laughs> get everyone else to That's vote the them new out. Naughty Root Circle. What's <laughs> <laughs> the question? No, the reason I bring up rosters is because I did see a TikTok. That's always a great way to start a sentence. Yeah. I saw this TikTok. And they were talking about, like, how you have to have a roster because you have to have that one person who, like, cooks for you and then the one person that's, like, the driver and the one person you want to go, like, on, like, nice dates with and the person that would maybe travel the most with you. And I was like, that's a really interesting concept. We should talk about it. So here we are. It's important. It's like, like, you know, when you see, like, those heist movies and you've got, like... Yeah. The, the safe cracker, or they're good with their hands, right? The, or like the, the brains and the the brains, bone. the brute force. Yeah, <laughs> the one that can cook and the one that can drive. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can't drive, so you know, I need to, I need to find someone who can, and then it's like, cool. Yeah. Hey, I need to move some heavy things. Let's. I think this Let's can be mutually call Wednesday. beneficial. Yeah. Let's call Wednesday. <laughs> they don't have names. You just. Do you just know them by... Prescribe them by numbers. Just days of the week. Yeah. Isn't there a movie like that? Where, like, (gasps) there's, like, seven girls and, like, they have just all, like, names of the week? Yeah, there is. But it has nothing to do with sex. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for reining me back in. So, um, between it, you and me, girlies, um, I hope that all of you listening can keep my secrets. Hello, I'm Stella Delore, and you're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. What is an immediate green flag, guys? It's an important question. I think so. We're, everyone talks about red flags. What's a green flag? In my opinion, I think, this is very on a more serious note, A the way that a person treats their family, and if you're seeing a guy, mm. the way they treat their mother. I think that one can tell a lot about, you know, your future with them, how they'll treat you in the future. Yeah, that's true. Or, like, what they'll, how they'll teach their kids to respect you yeah. in the future. I th- yeah, 100%. But I think there's, like, a fine line between, like, respecting your mother and being, like, a pure mama's boy. Yeah. Because I feel like that can be sometimes a bit of a red flag. Oh, 100%. But we're not focusing on red flags today. We are focusing on green flags. On green flags. What are some other green flags, guys? Communication. True. Sorry. Yeah. Bit of a sore spot that one recently. <laughs> I'll be honest. But that is okay. Green flags only. Green, Green flags. flags only. It's a safe space. I think when you first meet them, how they communicate with you, if mm. they're they're showing like just overall friendliness, amica- amicability, amic- amicableness, friend friendliness. I think I'm definitely still learning like how to like instantly spot flags of every single color for their colors and not just see flags 
Yeah. Because currently I'm in a space where I'm like, there is a flag, I just don't know what colour it is, guys. That green flag is looking a bit red, or that red flag is looking a bit green. Like, they're kind of meshing together now. Liz has just come out as colourblind. <laughs> Breaking Major news. Major developments on the Naughty Rouge show tonight. <laughs> With communication, a big one is like getting back to people in a reasonable period of time. Yeah, that's. I think that extends out of like romantic relationships and into like workforce relationships, friendly relationships. General human decency. I, yeah. I know that that might have been like something that was related to me. But that. just a quick update. I just got a text message, and I'm very happy now. Okay. Aww. <laughs> How long were you waiting for the text message? Yeah. <laughs> Not that long. Actually, the conversation had ended, so this was a unexpected development. Okay. This oh, was a little okay. bonus text message. This was a bonus text message. Bonus rounds. Yeah. I think as I'm getting older, like Speechless. learning how to <laughs> message people back within mm. like an hour is something I'm... I mean, let's, to let's, let's, let's not be drastic. <laughs> I'll get I, a message from someone and I'm like, I don't want to seem too keen. And mm. so I will be like, because my input, this is the thing, like to anyone, like my friends, my besties, I, as soon as I see the message, I'm replying straight away. Yeah. Too I think- much, too much. I'm like, I've got to leave it a good, I've got to leave it a now. I've got to leave it 20 minutes. Really? I'll yeah. leave it four years. I've left messages four years and oh, been I've like, sorry. Well that's, well, that's the thing is it's a dangerous game no, to play. No, once it's yeah. hit like, it's like a month or two months, I'm like, I cannot reply anymore. Because yeah. once I reply, it's just going to make me feel bad. Once it's been more than two hours, I assume that they want me dead. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was jet lagged and mm. my boyfriend stayed over and I got bored. So I went through his phone. And that boy has messages backed up for ages and ages and ages. I was like, I should probably reply to some of these. This is getting a bit rude. Look at my... That was nothing. 99 99 missed messages, nothing. His was thousands. Oh, okay. I have 130, which I feel like is reasonable. I don't count the messages out. I have one, actually. I've got like five on like Messenger. That's like, that's my, in my terms, that's bad. I actually have a message in my requests in Messenger from, I think about 2019, that one of my friend's mums sent me to show something to my dad. I'm going to be real. (laughs) I would just delete those. I haven't opened them. No, you never, you never delete a message request. You never delete them. And it's like, I could accept them. I, could, I want to deny them. No, I want to leave them there. I want to leave them there waiting right where I want them. I think like... Suffer. I have been like... I'm like a bit like you. I've been like trying to definitely reply to messages better. I, it's, no, I don't know what it is. I think it's a social anxiety sort of thing for myself. But I... Mine's a bit different. Mine is I cooped myself up in a relationship and now I've realised that I really should talk to my friends. A lot of my messages are, are written by committee. Like, I'll be real honest. It's like, okay, hold on. So this is the message. Okay, now let's run it by this first friend. And that, <laughs> let's run it by friend number 12, like a jury of 12 peers. That's okay. Like emails. Now let's send the emails. Are, emails are worse. We're not getting into that. But it just text messages and now it's like, okay, cool. We've now vetted the message. It's been four hours. Okay, we've got to get around to this. We've got to hit send. It's been too long. They'll be suspicious. So communication is a very big green flag is what I'm hearing. Maybe this is, maybe not for our younger audience, but for our our friends listening who haven't many, maybe had like many sexual experiences. I think if 
if you're going to take the next step with someone, you're going to, you know, get further in the, a relationship with someone, I think uh, talking about sex and sex that you want to have with someone is a green flag. I think it can be, yes. Yeah. I think on that note, I do want to add, actually, because you just reminded me of a green flag. If they're willing to talk about it, like, after. Yeah. Like, having that conversation after any sexual encounter, regardless of what it is, is also, it can be a very, like, good green flag. Yeah. I think one thing I live by, and I will preach this, tell my children this, is if you can't talk about having sex with someone, you can't talk about anything within the realm of sex with someone, you shouldn't be having sex with them. True. Because then how do you talk about, like, what's okay and what's not okay? Exactly. What's a hard line for you? Exactly. Hi, we're Chris. And Laura from Love Boner. And you're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. On Sin. If you're a frequent listener, you may realise that we're, we are short a soldier. <laughs> the soldier being Adam. And yes. he, unfortunately, is not with us. He hasn't died. He's just in Brisbane. So about the same, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> but we do have an update on Adam's life. As you all know, you have probably become besties with Adam over the past, what, six months? Learning all about his, all about his life. But we have Lachlan here, who's a bit more best-delicious best than some of you. <laughs> yes. And he's here to provide... And, and a life update. The update. Look, Adam, I feel like anyone listening to the show knows that he gets himself into situations. Always. Oh, for sure. He only landed in Brisbane last night and immediately got himself embroiled in just the, the most situation of situations. Spill. I was getting texts from... So, I have a friend in Brisbane who Adam is currently staying with. Okay. And so, last night she goes, Adam, welcome to Brisbane. Let's go clubbing. And Adam's like, yes, I'm here for this. Okay, so she had a friend who was like, yeah, let's go to a gay club. Um, My friend was not really into this specific gay club. It was like, sure, let's go. And so Adam kind of tagged along with them to to the gay club. I'm saying this because it will become relevant later. Okay. Like, it will. So they're going clubbing. They go to this gay club and Adam... He is very naughty. He is very rude. He finds himself pashing someone. That's Adam. Now, I heard about this at about 2.45 a.m. this morning because I was told immediately about the fallout. <gasps> the fallout. The, the fallout. Drama. I was first texted by my friend from Brisbane. Yeah. Her message was, I think Adam has just realized I'm not a very good wing woman okay, like, like how how so? Like, who did you try to set him up with? And she goes, oh, no, I, I didn't. He set, him up, he set himself up with someone. Yeah, but it's like, okay, so great start being yeah. a wing woman, yeah. not setting up your friend with anyone. Like, yeah. Was, was, she, was she there to be the wing woman? I don't know, but she, she, she goes, I wasn't a very good wing woman. I'm like, you weren't a wing woman at all, really. Yeah. I think Adam's his own wingman. Yeah. Oh, oh, he is. He is. But no, she was, she was the opposite of a wingwoman, we later learned, because Adam is having a great time with this woman in the gay club. Yes. And then my friend is now having an amazing time <gasps> with this woman, like immediately oh swooped, swooped. And this is the thing. This, this woman in Brisbane, she's a free agent. She's a free spirit. She compared the market. And she picked door number two. <laughs> Bye, Adam. 
Really? Yes. I love it. So this is this is like you know kind of getting getting the wash up this morning. Yeah. My friend in Brisbane, who I guess stole Adam's woman, but was she really ever Adam's woman? Ended up ended up passing and making out with this woman for about an hour. Was I don't think Adam would have been upset. He's a little bit disappointed. It's the Adam update, but really, it is our ethics debate. This is what I want to. This is what I want to know. And Liz, we're going to bring you in on this because this is important. This is about what we accept in our Australia. This is about what's okay in our society. <laughs> what? So, what is okay in our society? Wait, this what is, is your this question? Is, this is my question. Yeah, this what is my is question? question? <laughs> is it okay to pass someone your friend has just passed in the club? Just passed, like just pa- like the like, same night. To borrow your M word, like the lips are still moist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! I don't think so. I no. think it's a bit. If someone have defend, I just think <laughs> in our Australia and in our society, I don't think we should stand for sharing a club pash. Yeah, you're yeah. all about you're all about the bro code. I'm yeah. I think you should, but also I think you need a put the work in to defend your club pash you need mm. to be amicable and get in jiggy with it with them this is this is this is my thinking like why did adam leave her unattended exactly she's a she's a free spirit did she have a name tag she's a free woman she can do what she wants she compared the market and she did and she found a better deal adam should have made it more clear maybe maybe she was offended that adam left her maybe. and that she didn't feel valued by him <laughs> And she should find someone else. Maybe she was really into him. And the, the second pash was a was a sorrow pash. A sorrow pash. <laughs> a sorrow pash for her sorrows. She had to find someone else. Adam should have done better you to think defend should... his pash. I think you need to defend your so, club pash. So we so we've moved from we've moved from it not being okay to pash someone your friend has just passed in the club to more of like finders keepers. Losers weepers. Should it be I've, done better? I think it it's, it takes two to tango. And this is this is just the additional context because I was talking to both of them throughout the day. Yeah. And they were knowing like that we we were going to discuss this on the radio. Uh-huh. So I was like, you need to put your side forward here. Like you need to you know you need to, yeah. you need to state your case. And Adam's like, well, I'm a little bit disappointed. Um, but my friend was like, well, first of all, it's a gay club. Gays have right of way. <laughs> yeah. But also she she alleges. That it was actually Adam who broke the bro code first <gasps> by hitting on my friend. Hitting on your friend who then pashed the other person. That is correct. I do I think, think that negates it a tiny bit, so I mm. do see the validity behind it. I think it is a gay club. The gays do have right of way. I think Adam would hit on anything that breathes, Yes, as a matter of fact. He's an equal opportunities guy. I think Adam, Adam hitting on someone isn't something crazy. It's, no. a, it's a normal occurrence. I feel like my opinion is the less you know someone, the less like the less rights you have to be upset about the passion. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But al- like, and also, in, sense? yeah, being in a gay club context, I think it needs to be <laughs> the gays do have right of way, and Adam is there, not as one of the gays. Well, unless you have like a pre-existing like agreement with your friend. Yeah. Mm. Again, you got to sign the dotted line. The contract is but important. But I just think some of these contracts have weird. Like fine print guys, as we've mentioned tonight. (laughs) I think in that, in like the Adam context, the Adam situation, there's just some things you don't really think about until they've happened. That is, that is true. Like I didn't, I I didn't think that this evening 
like waking up I didn't think that this evening I'll be asking this question but yeah now here we are I think that was a bit of a we're in a post-pash world yeah <laughs> we are Adam sorry babe but you have no right to be upset and in this post-pash world we have some great tunes. We do. What we are some do. of the great tunes coming up? We do have great tunes, but I just, I need to remind, I think everyone listening at home, that I need to hear your thoughts on Pashgate. Yes. So message <laughs> Naughty Brood Sin on Instagram, please. Yeah. Let us know. Got any burning questions? There's a cream for that. Hit us up at the naughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. This is kind of my favorite section. It's when we talk about our listener questions. Love our listener questions. We do love our listener questions. What are some listener questions we have, Alex? What is the furthest you've traveled for sex? That is definitely a question. We did actually ask our listeners that too. We did. And we and we got some answers. I we mean did. we had someone we had someone tell us their cousin flew from Adelaide to Brit it's all going down in Brisbane tonight. <laughs> oh my god. Brisbane. I moved I moved away from Brisbane. Nothing good happens in Brisbane. Although apparently not for the cousin. I will I will I will let our listener finish. Someone's cousin flew from Adelaide to Brisbane to lose his V cart. So good for them. I think you could you should travel to lose your V cart. Yeah. Make a little I, I, I do note that we were not told if the V card was in fact lost. Well he tried. Or he they tried. tried. Are we to... giving points for effort? A hundred percent. Especially when it points for effort from the effort being Adelaide to Brisbane, I think. That's a big effort. To For the sure. listener, can you please update us? Did the V card in fact get lost? We need closure. We need answers here at the Naughty Rude Show. And so do our listeners. <laughs> and so do our listeners. Everyone wants to know. Sorry, we're doing this for the listeners, not for ourselves. No, no. We don't want to know. It's for you guys. You want to know. <laughs> we also heard from someone today who was telling us like they, they were like traveling for a hookup and they lived like so far out that it started to be like farmland like there were signs for horses and stuff and it's like i don't know liz like would you go that far for a roll in the hay (laughs) (laughs) one of of my friends does live more in to melbourne and she's traveled to berwick where is berwick a bit before pakenham okay so there is farmland, and then maybe yeah. it'll be where of a wombat sign. And Berwick is an effort. Mm. I don't even. I don't know if ninety point seven reaches Berwick. To be honest. Well, if any of you guys are from Berwick, please let us know. And um, I don't know. We're sorry. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, like, does oh. Sydney count? Does it? Oh. Sydney does count. Okay, Liz wins. <laughs> Okay, moving on. <laughs> now we can move on. Now we can move on. What is something to say while being screwed? I know what not to say. What the yeah. wrong person's name. Has that happened to you? Thankfully, I knew to keep my mouth shut, but I did have a moment with somebody where, like, we were, you know, having a wee bit of a cheeky hookup, and my brain the entire time was, what's his name, 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 what's his name? And I never really quite figured out what his name was. To this day? No, I know what his name is now. <laughs> During the moment, you didn't figure it out? Oh, no, I, I didn't quite figure it out until much after the moment. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, thank God I didn't have to say his name. The dick was that good. It was distracting. Uh, oh. Was it? No comment. 
we are getting in that um, someone is actually saying that they used to live in Berwick and it does in fact get sin. Okay, I'm glad. Thank you for clarifying. And we're sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, But thank you for letting us know. Is it more about like what you say or rather what you don't say in Liz's case? Or is it about how you say it? True. I feel like dirty talk would not be hot if it wasn't said in a, in a certain way. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Like, you can say incredibly dirty things normally, and it's just cringe. You've oh, got to commit sure. to the bit. I think so. And, there, and there, you ha- there has to be a context. A context of dirty talk has to be made mm. for everyone to know that dirty talk is being said. And I think it makes it, like, a lot more enjoyable for everyone. And everyone can get into it yeah. well. Sometimes say less. Say less. Is the answer. Say less. But make noise? Make noise, exactly. Like, say less. <laughs> I definitely think make, like, noise is like a really good indication. Mm. Yeah, 100%. It's helpful. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> Someone's silent. Maybe they could be just having, just in their own world, just silent. But sometimes no, you... That's, no, no. It's no. not a thing? I mean, yeah, just, no. Not for me. Okay. I feel like if like if you ex- if maybe dirty talk isn't for you, like it's okay to accept that maybe that's not your strength, but that doesn't mean you just get to completely check out. Like, yeah, because that's like I feel like that's kind of rude. Right. Would yeah. that not be awkward if you were in the middle of something with someone and there was just absolutely nothing? Like, I feel like that's it's so much worse creek. than like a dead fish. Not that I'm calling anyone a dead fish. I'm just saying it would not be fun. Yeah, I agree. Hi, this is Sarah from Apricot Inc. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. Now, Lachlan, you have something interesting for us, don't you? I do, that's right. I spoke to Thorn Harbor Health, Jacinta Hennecom, about sexual health, asking her the hard questions like, why is it burning? And then I hit record and we talked about STIs. It might be a presumption to say, but I think that, you know, as someone who grew up in Melbourne in a... Not a relatively metro area, but I guess with links to be able to access basic health care, the general thing that people do is see their family GP. That comes with a lot of baggage for a lot of people, especially when you're queer. And so I think that being able to, I guess, be brave and search for different clinicians, if you have a GP or, or someone else who you don't get what you're looking for, or you're not quite satisfied or comfortable search for another one, try someone else. And I know that it can be tricky when places are full, but being patient and really shopping around can help pay off and help you find someone who you are comfortable having a chat with about your sexual health and about your health generally. And I think that's really important to to really seek that rather than step back and maybe not try to pursue it. Definitely keep trying and it usually aligns. Big thing for you is is that prevention mm. right, and getting tested. Now, Jacinta, I've never been good at tests. <laughs> They're not the kinds of tests where maybe you're getting an A plus, oh. <laughs> but they are really important. Regular testing and sexual health screening is probably the most crucial thing when it comes to your sexual health. And How really, regular are we talking? Three months is probably the ideal regular testing period. If you are, you know, having casual sex, if you have multiple sex partners, three months helps cover the window period for most STIs and HIV. 
if you don't have sex as regularly or like with many different people, say you're in like a long-term relationship, then every six to 12 months is what you should be doing at least. And it's really important to get that regular testing so that you're in charge of your health, you know what's going on with your body. A lot of STIs don't have symptoms um, and the only way that you'll know that you have an STI is if you get tested. And, you know, it might be quite intimidating to get tested and, and to know if you have an STI, but STIs are treatable and it's more important for you to know that you have it so that you can access treatment and you don't have further health implications, you don't pass it on to other people without knowing. If you have had sex with other people when you've potentially had that STI, you can let them know and you can let them know anonymously through different ways that we have. It's a really great way to be in control of your health and be able to access what you need to deal with whatever might be happening with your sexual health. Some people might be listening and go, well, if most STIs don't have any symptoms, well, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, the thing is that while they might not have symptoms in the short term, they can definitely have symptoms and implications in the long term. You know, it can lead to things like infertility, other inflammation kind of conditions. Even thinking about something like HIV, you need treatment to be able to live a healthy life. If you don't know that you have HIV because you're not tested, you could be living undiagnosed and be passing it on to other people, but also, you know, your body starts to have the virus spread through it and then there's obviously really big implications for that. HIV is no longer a death sentence. That hopefully is more widely known now, but that's only if you have access to treatment. If you don't have access to treatment, particularly if you're not tested and you just have no idea, you do still get very sick and have AIDS-related diseases. We have made a lot of progress on HIV, but we've also made a lot of progress on what's now called MPOX. Mm. That was a huge thing last year. And then just, yeah. you don't hear about it anymore. What what has happened with MPOX? It's a virus that did have a, quite a large outbreak this time last year. So around Pride events in the US and Europe, there was a lot of fear because it's MPOX. There was this pox, this rash that was showing up that was really uh, quite horrific, quite painful. But also there was the, the fear of stigma of this being labelled as the next gay disease, just mm. like HIV or AIDS was back in the day. It was m mostly, and in some places, only spreading amongst the sexual networks of men who have sex with men, so gay and bi men and other people who have sex with those people. It was kind of this really looming threat of being a very stigmatising, painful kind of infection that had the potential to have a really big outbreak. Yeah, I remember reading about it last year and reading about the symptoms and thinking, like, the facial lesions. I've already got a face for radio. Like, that would have been <laughs> game over for me. Yeah. But now there's been that, that progress. Yes, yes. And I think that the thing that it comes down to is vaccination. At the time, there was a vaccine, which was similar to or, or the same as the smallpox vaccine. And so there was only a very small amount of that vaccine available worldwide. And so there was a, quite a lot of panic around what do we do if we don't have enough vaccine? They kind of changed the method of how it was delivered to people. So it was what they call subcutaneous injection. So where they inject it under the dermal layer of the skin rather than a standard in the arm flu shot procedure. 
And so then there was also this stigma around by doing this subcutaneous injection, it was leaving a mark on people's skin for a number of weeks. And so it was like, oh, you can see if someone's had the MPOX vaccine and you know that there's someone who is a man who has sex with men. And so a lot of fear and, and kind of panic around the whole situation. But in saying that the community really turned up and got vaccinated, we had thousands and thousands of people just here in Melbourne who came to pop-up clinics at various places and got their first dose of the vaccine. And then when it was possible, people had their second dose of the vaccine. And I guess the really great thing about MPOX is that you do only need those two doses and then you're covered basically for life. It's not something that you need, you know, a dose of every year to maintain your resistance to the virus. People got vaccinated. In some cases, people changed how they were having sex and they were more aware of symptoms of the virus. So what we would hope people generally do if you're feeling unwell, if you have cold or flu or fever symptoms, you don't go and have sex with people. We did start to see an outbreak, particularly here in Melbourne and New South Wales, kind of levelled off and then dropped off almost completely. And we've only seen really a small handful of cases come into Australia, mainly by international travellers. There are a few cases around the time of World Pride in Sydney, but besides that, the threats really backed off. But of course, we're still encouraging people to get vaccinated if they are at risk and they haven't yet had their vaccination or if you haven't yet had your second dose. Getting that extra protection from the second dose is really important. And like I said, basically covers you for the rest of your life. It is good to still be vigilant, not just around MPOX, but a range of STIs. And I was talking with a, a friend recently. Earlier, you were saying that there were anonymous ways of informing your past sexual partners about an STI. But her situation is she was talking to me about, well, how do I tell my current partner? Mm. Disclosure is a massive thing for people. Obviously, when there's so much stigma people face, it can be really quite scary to have to say to someone, hey, I have this SEI or I have this thing that I really need to talk to you about so that you know like you're my sexual partner. And that can be difficult if it's a long-term relationship and it can be difficult if it's just a casual hookup as well. You can't really guess what people's reaction will be, but it is something that is really important. And I think that being honest and, and practicing communication, it is a part of consent as well. It's really important to be having those discussions with your partners, no matter how well you know them. Being able to share and be honest with people so that they are aware if there is a risk of them also receiving that STI. But in most cases, if you do know that you have an STI, you're most likely on treatment. If it's something that you have for a long time, like for the rest of your life, something like herpes, for example, that flares up and also like isn't so much present symptomatically, it's something that is treatable and isn't necessarily passed on. If you are on top of your health and what's going on with your symptoms, so having that discussion with your partner is a really great way to help break down that stigma as well. Jacinta Hennecom there from Thorn Harbour Health. You can hear the rest of that conversation by searching up Loud and Queer Talks on your preferred podcast platform. Because I spoke to her 
not just about STIs, but also about the history of Thorn Harbour Health for Loud and Queer here at Sin. It's been 40 years since Thorn Harbour Health started as the Victorian AIDS Council, way back in the 80s. So much progress since then, so a very interesting chat. Definitely worth your time. Hi, we're Chris and Laura from Love Boner. And you're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin. We've had a pretty good show this what evening. What a night. One we'll remember. only get better from here on out, guys. I promise. It's the start of the season. We're all fresh. We're all... We're not fresh. We're fresh, but we're not new. I was here in 2016. True. I'm the true veteran. And you chose to come back. <laughs> and yeah. Okay, guys. So enough about that and more about the Naughty Rude Show, the show that we are all on. We are unfortunately at the end of our show, guys. What did we talk about? Please remind me I'm old. We talked about the letter M and all of its sexual connotations because we know that letter M is a dirty little one. Making the kitty purr. <laughs> but also somehow our thoughts on marriage. I don't know how we got there, but... We did. It was an important conversation. Pashgate. Pashgate. We actually Pashgate. got a response. We did. We did. a few, but I think only one is worth a mention. Yeah. No, this is, this is, this is, this is important advice, I think, to, to kind of leave people on. Which is, you know, Pashgate, the the drama, the back and forth, really only one thing matters here. And that is our advice that we've received, which is to consult the brethren to make sure the bro code is not broken. One must first ask. One must first mu- one must first ask. That one is must definitely... first learn to speak. <laughs> English, guys, it is a difficult language. It is my first language and probably my only, but it is difficult every one's, day. Once enough, let's quit while we're ahead. <laughs> I mean, I can speak a cheeky bit of Mandarin, but that's not okay, what's at Okay, flex. <laughs> um, but it has been an interesting episode. If you want to hear more from us, where can they go to find us? Everywhere. 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 Literally We're on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us at Naughty Rude Sin. That is S-Y-N for sin. If you missed a bit of our episode, if you want to get up to date with Pashgate and maybe even send in your thoughts, because we do have a poll going up on our Instagram at the moment, you can re-listen to us. The podcast will be up on Spotify, Apple Muse, Muse, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I'm telling you guys, English is difficult. <laughs> we are all losing our words. It is, in fact, a Sunday night. It's, it's, bear with us. It's 5 to 10. It's been a long week. It's been a long day. <laughs> and for some, it's been 6 to... It's been a long life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us, manifesting that you guys all have a good week. Have a good night. You were listening to the Naughty Root Show here on Sin with Liz, Lachlan, and... Alex. 